All right, so uh, welcome to Critical Mass. I'm your host, Jerome Carr. And uh, tonight's discussion is about uh, the effects of the coronavirus. So I want to start off the, the discussion by um, posing a question. <clears throat> we best understand ourselves by asking the right questions. What are we going to do collectively as a, as a society if and when they cut off the Internet? All right. So this is on the, the with the in the context of the coronavirus and a lot of what's happening in the media and in the and in our, our country. We're seeing a, what we call a destabilization. OK, so. I'm a child of the, of the 70s. I was born in the 70s and raised in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, went to jail in the, <laughs> you know, in the 90s, got free in the, in the old ones through 10, stayed free, still free. So I have, the, I have perspective. And if you put this, these, this event in perspective with all the other years of my life, there's nothing like it. But historically speaking, there are several examples. There are other examples. OK, what does that matter to us as individuals, as people? Who cares? Right. Who cares about the government? Let them do what they want to do. Uh, no, hold on. Oh, stop. We not we don't want to think like that. And, and it's bad enough. We have the attitude. Who cares? Worse that we think like that. Fatal that we behave like that. The end result is the disaster that you've seen, the breakdown of the system. Uh, you know, sociologists, Karl Marx was a sociologist. He, he created the modern day, what we call sociology, is based in the theory of Karl Marx and his, uh, his student. I forgot his name. This isn't about Karl Marx. Karl Marx predicted that capitalism comes to an end with criminality. It's undermined, essentially, by enriching people and keeping them enriched. You will create an underlying system of criminality, which will eat at the system until it falls over, falls apart through corruption. This is what he said. He basically, summing it all up, said corruption will kill cap capitalism. And he has his long theories in a big, thick book. Uh, and he has a student that came behind him and then Carl came behind him. OK. Well, why do I mention them? Because to understand what we're seeing, we have to put it in context of history. Now, I, be I began with the question, what are we going to do when they cut off the Internet? That's the practical point. See, it doesn't matter about how we got here. All that really matters is that we're here. And now that we're at this point, society has to look and get perspective. The only way to understand today is to look what happened yesterday, the history. So we have to look at history, get perspective, and then go forward. What are we going to do when they cut off the Internet? They tell everybody to stay home. Supply chains are affected. Americans become suspicious because the media is giving them a line and not real information. Either they're overfeeding us or they're underfeeding us. 
But what are we going to do when they cut off the Internet? Because when they cut that off, that won't even matter. There will be no media. You might get maybe hardline wired cable TV. And people would immediately shift to that. The alternate is cable. Uh, hardline. Hardline phones. So that's one thing we would do. We would adapt. We would adapt. To get the student to think, pose the question, give them time, and then let them respond. That was a lesson that I received from my, one of my um, teachers. Let the student respond. So this podcast isn't about what I think. It's more about what you think or what you're not thinking. It's about articulating what's, what is difficult to understand, putting it in perspective, and as we say, leaving it, putting it out on the table. So the question I pose to all of us, I think we should look at, if the supply lines, or if the uh, food Food chains. We call it the food chain. The food and commodities flow through supply chains. Okay? So, in other words, it comes from the farm, it's loaded on the truck, and the truck drives it to the market, and at the market it's distributed to, to people's homes, etc. So, when that's affected, because that truck driver didn't go to work, or that farmer didn't go to market, or that, um, you know, that owner of the market didn't go to the market, then what happens? The supply chain is affected. Now, in theory, we can fix this. And in fact, uh, I would say that it's true. We can fix it. Societies will begin to internalize. They'll start looking inward, solving our own problems, stop looking outward towards China. People didn't know. People, you know, we knew, we knew our medications were made in China. Maybe we didn't want to accept it or talk about it at the presidential election. It's not a popular subject. I wouldn't have made a podcast about it. I wouldn't get too many clicks if I talked about uh, all the things that are made in China. Okay, so, but what we need to be thinking of are timely things. Like, what are we going to do if and when they cut off the Internet? First of all, what's going to be the effect, overriding effect? And I mean, the government giveth and the government taketh away. So for those who don't know much about the Internet... Just know the basic things you need to know is this government created it. The government uh, manages it. The government owns the hard, the hard, uh, the hardwire part. All the hardware. So the government owned, created that. And they allowed. Sometimes you can have so many words that want to come out at once. What are we going to do when they cut off the Internet is the question that I posed for you to think about, for me to think about. And um, I'll put uh, some alternatives. Um, let me just present a couple of suggestions what we might do if your Internet actually is turned off. If your Internet's turned off, call the call the company. <laughs> OK, but my point is you won't be able to call because your phones, our phones go through the Internet. So there won't be able only certain people's phones will work. Those that have. Like, I think it's analog. I don't know. Let me know. I don't want to step into that area. I don't know anything about the digital world. I just, I'm just an end user. However, I do know that everything runs through the internet these days. <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking for work. 
And where do they tell you? First thing they tell you is I'm old school. You know, I'm used to saying, where's your location? Where can I come in and put an application and seeing someone and they look at you and, and you give it back to them. But um, no, they just say, hey, sign up on the Internet. And so you don't know if you why you ever got denied and if you even got looked at. They never call you, you know, half the time. So uh, and I've signed up for like, well, I'm working on that still. So we'll keep that. Keep the eyes off the table. Back to the point. In the context of the coronavirus, in the context of the all the social disruption that has begun to occur. And, you know, if you listen to the talking heads on the news, they say this is this is uh, just the beginning. And I tend to agree. The reason I tend to agree is because of the big business and the money involved. Now, that's something that would be an, that would be an effect. That would be an effect. What you're seeing is an effect, a desired effect, an intentional effect. This is not an accident. It's not an accident. And what's happening in the media with how the way that they're presenting it and the way that they have. Uh. Basically uh, panicked society. That. And you're just hearing one kind of one. You're hearing a bunch of different facts. Basically, you're not hearing any facts. You're getting a, a lot of different numbers depending on what station you listen to or look at. CNN, Fox News, Bloomberg, BBC News, uh, ABC News, NBC News, PBS. Um. Okay, and I didn't I didn't even name any of the Internet based ones. So if we lost the Internet, why would we lose the Internet? In the context of what's going on, that is definitely a possibility. If the people that run the Internet don't go to work because they're at home because they're worried about catching swine swine flu. Did I say swine flu? Oh, my bad. Coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. Not to belittle the situation, but if the people that run the system don't go to work or if those businesses don't open their doors, then how would we get Internet? Last I look, we don't got robots that do that. Humans do that. And so it's a hazard that if you haven't thought about it yet, you should think about it now. How are you going to adapt, improvise and overcome. I learned that from a Marine. Adapt, improvise, and overcome. To be aware is to be alive. I learned that in uh, AA. Yeah, group. I go to group. I went to group. I went to all kinds of group. I was an institution. You know, long ago. Praise the Lord, I'm out. And haven't gone back and used that to educate myself, to talk to people like I'm talking to you right now. And I just put a question to which you should put an answer. And if you cannot answer it, then know that when it happens, you'll probably be one of the losers. Okay. so what are the ways to adapt outside of the Internet? Well, for one thing, people have to learn to to communicate 
in their closer circle rather than their farther circle. So the Internet allows us to communicate quickly over distances with a lot of information. So all that would go back to like a Stone Age kind of environment, meaning you'd have to send real mail. You couldn't send emails. You'd have to send like letters. All right. And then people would have to sort those letters by hand, not a machine. Or not a computer, rather. So it would just change. We would readapt maybe more like to the 80s. So we survived in the 80s. I was born in the 70s. We survived in the 80s. So we would survive again if the Internet went off for any uh, reasonable period of time. Uh, The good news is that there are measures in, in, in place to to. A, number one, prevent that from ever happening. But it could happen. It could happen. And if it did happen, what would you do? How would you adapt? How would you survive and thrive? Because we don't just want to survive, thrive in our survival. What would you do? They turned off your internet.